Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, beautiful podcast family. It is such a pleasure and honor to be with you again. In this episode, we have part two with Dr. Robert Morse. Uh, We've entitled this one, A Transformational Perspective on Diet and Experiencing Cosmic Consciousness. Uh, If you've listened to part one, you can hear his enthusiasm, his knowledge, his um, energy. It's such an amazing treat to be on the other side. And just uh, if you have this, if you can watch this one on um, YouTube because... You can just see his smile and his energy is just infectious. So in this one, we talk about fasting. We talk about the 10-day lemon fast. We talk about dry fasting, salads, green drinks, um, becoming the observer, um, and and getting into Zen philosophies. We talk about um, ascended masters, our teachers like Krishnamurti. Um, We talk about God and all these other different things, yogis. We talk about conscious... Uh, cosmic consciousness, the five forms of consciousness, the astral worlds, galaxies. So it gets intense. So this is a really epic episode. I know that you're going to enjoy it. Um, If you like this episode, please do a share. That really helps. You can share it. And uh, oh, I meant to do an act of kindness. So do a share, but it makes more sense if I say do an act of kindness. Uh, If you want to support the podcast, that is the best thing you could do. Even if you did three, go out of your way to do them. Hold the door open. um, Pay it forward. uh, Volunteer. Give a couple bucks to a homeless. Get a person's name. If you're going to give a dollar to a homeless person, get their name. Make it real. Make it a connection. Um, That is what we're talking about. Grounded action in the community that you're in. Um, I want to thanks so much to David Lombear Senapas and Clifford Mahudi, who are two extraordinary elders that came together for the first time ever, uh, a Mi'kmaq Native American and a Zuni Native American to share their knowledge. And this happened this past week in Sedona. Um, the, the video from the conference is on my YouTube channel. If you go to Matt Belair show on YouTube, you'll find that. It was a really special weekend. Thank you so much for some of you guys who drove a long way to support um, it was such a an amazing honor to see you guys, and it was an amazing weekend. So thanks to everybody who helped make that happen. Um, I also want to thank those of you who are leaving reviews on the uh, podcast because that really helps. So this one is from Kyle Red Dog, and it says, Best informative, learning, enjoyable experiences. Have had my ears plugged into your podcast for the past few months now, Matt, and have enjoyed every interview. Can't stop listening and learning. Have had my mind blown on more than one occasion. Keep up the great work. Legend. Well, thank you so much for um, taking a moment to leave that review. That really does help. And thank you guys so much who've supported me on Patreon. It does help for my travels and eating sandwiches and doing the podcast, all that kind of stuff. And Autumn Langis has contributed. Thank you so much. And Francis Hunter, who actually became my biggest contributor. Thank you so much for that. You know, um, the amount, if you want to chip in a buck that's amazing and if you can do more and you and you want to support more then that's amazing too and i'm super super grateful for all of your support the shares and um, just coming along this journey with me i have tons of love and appreciation for having your attention and i consistently aim to bring you the best guests and the best conversations and the most meat and potatoes to help you have a extraordinary fulfilling beautiful life here and to uh you know create the life that you want to create um so i think i'm going to get lost in a rabbit hole if i don't uh, kind of keep it centered here so check out zenathlete.com if you want that's my book it you can be zen music zen cooking zen life it doesn't matter um it will teach you a, gu- a guide to self-master and basically how to cr- 
create what you want, how to identify a goal and get that goal from a state of fulfillment. It's really uh, powerful and impactful. Also, if you guys want to do some coaching, just go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching, fill out the coaching form. Um, I'm doing 90 minute intense sessions. Some of them are hypnosis with the heart journey sessions. People are getting, that's designed to be very clear, to overcome limiting beliefs, um, to uncover your life's purpose, to really get into alignment quick. And um, there is extended coaching as well. So check that out or just email me at matt at zenathlete.com. Um, check out the stuff with David Lombear and Clifford. It is truly amazing. We are looking for angel investors. We are looking for helpers. We need help. Uh, David Lombear is an extraordinary human and um, just barely gets by. And the science that he can do um, is incredible. Um, if you go down the rabbit hole, check out all his videos, you'll see that he is official. That is why I am here in Maine doing everything I can to help him. So we do need help, administrative assistants, web designers, um, like not all the time, but uh, and, and angel investors. So just a little bit of help here and there so we can do this because it's a very small team working extremely hard. So if that calls to you, then reach out and we would uh, love to hear from you. So that's it. Let's get into it. And before we do, let's just come to a state of peace and coherence. So wherever you are in the world, just stop whatever you're doing and then taking a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and let it out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Taking another deep breath in through your nose and this time just really connecting to your divine nature, connecting to all things and the life force energy that brings with breath. Just imagine powerful gold and platinum light coming down from the universe, relaxing every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being as you let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Taking in one more deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just let it out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Feeling fully refreshed, excited, aware, and focused to get into this epic part two with Dr. Robert Morse. So when you look at this, look at this lymphatic system, guys. It's very simple. You have fluids that flow around every cell. These fluids tie into lip vessels like blood vessels, and your body is full of lip vessels, just like blood vessels. They follow and sometimes piggyback the blood vessels. That's what the University of West Virginia found, that some of the lip vessels in the brain are piggybacking. So we're asking, huh, that's interesting, because are we through osmosis or diffusion, are we pulling acids out of the vascular trunk pulling it through the wall into the lymph walls. I mean, there's questions out there that are good questions, not the bullcrap question that you see people. So now you've got these vessels taking this sewage from the cells to the septic tanks. So you have one septic tank to let's say a thousand cells. A septic tank is a lymph node. So your lymph nodes are full of two things, bacteria and macrophages. Macrophages are, are immune cells that are cannibals. Right? So if you have a damaged cell in your body, it is taken to the lymph nodes. It can't get into the blood. It's taken to the lymph nodes where the macrophages breaks it down. And then it's rebuilt, you know, in tissue. So the lymph nodes have the macrophages break down any damaged cells and the bacteria breaks down these acids. Because at the cell level, acids are 3 pH. 3-PH is Coca-Cola, Dr. Pepper, Pepsi. I think uh, Pepsi is a little, a little uh, cooler than Coke. Gatorade is 2.65. Gatorade is hotter acidically than Coca-Cola. So they're dehydrators, not rehydrators. So when you've got 3-PH, if you put a, a sip of Coke in your mouth and hold it, it's going to burn your mucosa, right? It's going to burn you. That when you have pain in your body, that's what you're feeling, 3 pH. Your bacteria and your lymph nodes break this 3 pH acids and bring them up to 6. So when you pee them out, you're not on your knees peeing. So you can take a lot of antibiotics and kill your bacteria. How do you break down your acids? And that's where you get into fibromyalgia, lupus, limes, arthritis. People that have taken a lot of antibiotics and have destroyed their bacteria in their body can no longer break down their metabolic waste, and now they got pain everywhere, everywhere. You got to understand how sewer systems work, and your kidneys are the main eliminative organs of this system, and your skin is the largest kidney. When you sweat, you're eliminating acids from your body and also gases. If you look at your skin at any time, you're eliminating some of the gases, internal gases out of the body. If you don't eliminate out of the skin, guess what you see? 
acidosis, which is eczema, psoriasis. You can keep on going. Dandruff. Dandruff. What's dandruff? Those are metabolitic acids that are not going down like they should be, and they're oozing out the skin. And if you don't clean the dandruff off, you'll get a sore on the top of your head where it is because it's acids burning your scalp. Like urine burning a baby's bottom if you don't clean it off. These are acids, and acids are not our friends. They're, they're uh, uh, cationic and, and, and uh, uh, you know, ag aggressive, corrosive. And when you understand that all life is is cause and effect, man got to eating the wrong foods, he got to migrating in areas that are not islands, so he had to have a different type of food source to survive. And so you can see what happened to him. But look at him genetically and look at him lymphatically. We are, we, it, was, it was thought in scientific community that man wouldn't be alive beyond 2025. At this decay of the human cell, at this level, it couldn't sustain past 2025. But enter us, enter the world of you and me and those that are changing their diets and informing others how to regenerate the human cell, genetically regenerate the human cell. And that's what we're into, genetically remembering of the human cell. So now these mothers are feeding their babies fruits, their babies are regenerating, their babies are getting smart. We're seeing another level of homo sapien never seen on this planet before. Exciting. I love it. Well, that's actually where I was going to start to go because I wanted to dive down into people who are suffering and things like that. And I wanted to, before we fully venture out, just get your um, thoughts on. So what I'm hearing is understanding the lymphatic system and just the solution is fruits, berries, melons, and just incorporate way more of that into your diet. Yeah. Let yeah. the rest of it go. And it doesn't yeah. have to be more complicated, yeah. but you can learn more on your education. Right. Well, look at, exactly. Look at Dr. Oz. Give you an example. Here's a medical doctor that knows the answers but plays the games, right? So he took 12 people to the zoo and they put them on monkey food, which is your fruits and your, and your berries. And of course, they did give them vegetables and stuff like that. So they, they took all their stats before their cholesterol levels and blood pressures or sugars, all that sort of thing. Before they went in, did this little experiment. So for 12 days, they were all on raw in a zoo, living in a zoo. So when they came back, they checked all their stats and everything was moving more into normal ranges. So uh, the conclusion, of course, is obvious. So when, if you want to live healthy and you want to clean out tumors and you want to get all this acid out of the body, you've got to get on your living food as nature prepares it. Get on your fruits, berries, have some salads, I don't care, and try it. Try a week of that. If you want to kick it way up, there's all levels of way up. <laughs> That's it. Well, yeah, that's what, what, yeah. what oh, I was There's all levels can of you, way up, brother. Can you give me a week protocol of like the way up? Is like, okay, you want to try a week Okay, so a way, okay, here's a good one for you then. Okay, so we had a gentleman that his parachute didn't open. And he hit the water at about 90 miles an hour. So pretty much busted him up, you know, made a quad out of him and everything. So we rebuilt him. He's a fun guy. I mean, he's out running and doing everything all over again. I mean, we rebuilt him completely. So it, it, it Refer to that question. I got lost. I got lost because <laughs> you're talking about. Oh yeah, the super the super diet. When you when I was imagining okay, okay, okay. So here's the I was imagining myself so he in was, the parachute. He was, he was dry fasting for like but what we. I didn't even understand dry fasting to be honest with you. I never thought of it because we have so many advanced cases of extreme dehydration that I wouldn't dry fast any of these cases. I wouldn't even water fast them because my first goal is to hydration get the kidneys to filter then we can step into those higher levels so when you look at the total look at this i'm going to draw a pyramid at the very top of the pyramid in detoxification to get the kidneys to filter is dry fasting that means no water no nothing for 24 36 hours and some of the kids now in costa rica and all these places are going up to a week to two weeks and the crap that's coming out of their body well we didn't know europe has been doing studies on dry fasting and finding that the body cleans more out during a dry fast than even a water fast. So the dry fast at the top of the mountain. The second top is water fasting. That could be distilled water or good mountain water. Down from that, fruit juice fasting, like grape juice fasting or lemon juice fasting. A 10-day lemon juice fast is very common in our field. Just living on lemon juice for 10 days. Very powerful, strong fast. Or going on, let's say, uh, 40 days on grapes. 
So down from juice is going to be the fruit itself. Fruits, berries, and melons. All right. Down from that, I'm talking about chemically, electrically, and detoxifying and helping. Down from that is green drinks. That is your, that's your high uh, chlorophyll drinks like your uh, dandelions and your, and your, um, um, uh, um, mm, I just went out of my head. But anyway, all your powerful greens and things, um, alfalfa, that sort of thing. So you, those greens, that's what we use when you're questioning about bodybuilders. That's what we use to build bodybuilders is the greens because they're heavy amino acid, but still have an alkaline hit on the body best that you can do so you got your green drinks down from that are salads so not gonna give me and down from that is nothing so let me give you an example of this i had a case 43 year old advanced ms ambulance brought her in she couldn't move she was stiff on a stretcher she was maybe four inches thick so i asked her i said what's wrong honey and she said advanced ms i'm frozen she couldn't even turn her head so I put her just on fruit, and I use botanicals to get in, to go after the kidneys, to go after the lymph system, go after the glands. I go after you, right? So I got her on this program, and in two and a half months, she's sitting up. She's wheeling herself. She's feeding herself. So I said, honey, I need to build you up. You're so small. I'm going to put you on some green drinks, and maybe I'll give you a salad. When I did that, guess what happened to her? She went back and couldn't move again. Explain that. And if you didn't know about the electrical properties and that the nervous system is the electrical system, you wouldn't know why. And that fruit, and remember I'm talking about the angstroms of vegetables and how that broccoli has 9,000. Fruits have 13. That much more has a huge difference on man's nervous system. And when you go on a fruit diet, it's like your mind just goes away and you just suddenly open up and it's like, whoa, the lights came on, the sun came out. It's amazing what it does to you. And so that's, that's the level that we recommend that you work from. Depending, we like to get you up to top of the mountain because when you've got bodies full of tumors and you, you've got some serious shit and your death is imminent, you, we don't play around with that. We take you to the top of the mountain and we run you through it. There are healing crises. In other words, you know, there are symptoms of this. Any symptom you've ever had in your life, you might repeat it. If you had a car accident, and you're never healed, that's going to re-heal. Anything that's in your body weak is going to heal back up. Genetics are going to heal. You're going to see a whole body realign. Even scoliosis will pull itself straight. If your legs are shorter, it'll pull it. Your whole body will realign itself. I have a quad. Its whole body realigned itself. I put it up on the YouTube. Fox News couldn't believe it. I had the x-rays. They go, holy shit. Can't believe it. So it, the human body has a power that man is tapping. He's playing in the fields of acids and, 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 and negativity. We need to bring the positivity, the beauty, the power, the light. And that's just what you're doing with your show. Nah, thanks, man. Yeah, you too. Well, <laughs> I knew this was going to be fun. So now I want to shift, and I appreciate all of that info, because when we started talking at the beginning of the show, you were going out there like <laughs> right away, and I was like, yes, this is going to be epic. So now once we get from that base level, that acidic, that low level, that disease level, you know, the three pH, and if you think about it, zero to 100, you know, what happens when we're playing between 80, 90, and 100? What, what do you recommend for people on, like, the high scale, the, you know, spiritual, the living life, the heck yes, well, again, more, like, maxed out experience? Again, you can't max out any more than a fruit and berry and melon diet. That is the max diet. It's minimal digestion, highest electrical, and, of course, that, but remember, that, that, that's an external stimulant right? You want to become conscious, which is who you are in the first place. That's an awareness that you are. It's not the energy you help to build the body and the nervous system and to help your consciousness, you know, to, to, to get that energy up to where you're more in harmony with your level of awareness. Awareness itself doesn't need anything because it is that which it is. So it doesn't need to have foods. It doesn't need to have anything to plug it in. But let me tell you, being on a fruit diet accelerates. Like I was telling you earlier before the show, I couldn't stay in my body. 
I couldn't stay in my body. I was living in my Volkswagen camper van. I was a fooditarian. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was I was at one beautiful spiritual city at one time. I'd be in a, a wisdom temple with learning through the light instead of books. I mean, there's all kinds of levels of things that are going on in these inner worlds. This is the ash can of the universe. This is the most claustrophobic chemical. I think this is the experimental world because it's the first chemical world that, that, that I've been in. And so it's very, um, very mundane. Can I use that word? It's very um, um, claustrophobic. Uh, when you start to expand and expand more into these higher, even in creation, these higher worlds, it is unreal. Ecstasy and joy, my friend, beyond belief. But it still isn't who you are. It's your experience. If you are a true God man, you want to know who you are. You have to leave the world of creation of duality and enter the world of pure consciousness or awareness. And you can only do that when you learn to stop thinking and desiring. Man just constantly desires and thinks and thinks and thinks and plans. Well, the mind is how you create in creation. That's, that's your soap opera. That's your days of our lives. However, if you want to know who's observing the days of our lives, who's observing the movie that you're playing in, who's the you that's observing that, you got to quit playing the movie. You know, so it's backing up. Whether you use contemplation, meditation, prayer, whatever you use to shut it out, or do you learn how to be in the now while you're in activity? And that's the ultimate goal: is to learn how to be in the now and be the observer while you're involved in the mind and emotions things like that. It's easy to go to a cave. It's easy to go to a Volkswagen van and live in the woods. It's easy to do that. And if you do it properly, you'll get out there so high. It's unreal if you learn, if you know how to do that. But it's still, you know, when I did that, it said, okay, what are you going to do now? Help. You know, put the buddy hand out and waken others up to the awareness of the now and how to get their bodies healthy so they can have a decent experience while they're on their physical ride. That's amazing. That's exactly what I was talking about. That's what I meant. I like the max out experience. So what do you, yeah. what do you see as possible? Like what would you recommend that, you know, somebody who is listening to this and they're, they're in it, I would just say, I like to say the general families, right? And you've got all this chaos of kids and paying bills and, just to stop and it's like, do I meditate? Do I eat? Berries? You know, because there's so much shit out there, right? And this is a podcast is, is part of that. Just like, I eat the berries. Do I fast? It's like, what the hell do I do? So how do you? Well, here's the thing. What's remember, your prescription? Well, remember, the individual creates that chaos. Everything you experience in your world, you created. You just have to look at that and all the effect that that's bringing back to you. So what you want to experience, you want to learn how you create that for yourself. How do you create positivity coming back to you? So what you put out is what you get back. You, you remember Jesus said, you reap what you sow. So what you put out is what you put back. It's simply karma. So people get caught up in karma and all this stuff. Action is karma. If I, if I, if I get up and go to the closet and put on clothes, that's karma. I had a friend that said, you know, I think I'm going to have all robes, white robes in my closet. That way I don't have to think about what I'm going to wear that day because I want to live in the now. I don't want to even think about what to wear. And I said, I have news for you. Just getting up and thinking about what to wear is a thought. <laughs> but you, there is a, as you learn how to put the mind at, at, outside, and the only way you can do that is become the observer. In other words, start observing instead of thinking. Just watch. Don't put a, don't put a connotation. Don't, don't categorize it in the mind whatever you see you see a fat person you see a skinny person uh you see a tall person a short whatever don't categorize it. that's the mind just observe look at the essence of the being or the essence of whatever you're looking at try to look at what it's created from because if you, you know, I, i'll give you a classic example you know these uh these drawings that you have a lot of dots and then if you look at it you all you see is dots but if you pull back and you kind of uh, kind of look at it from a, uh, a not a focused view, you start to see animals or whatever they created in it. That's exactly it. Don't look too hard into the physical worlds and to creation, or you'll miss the the true reality of life. I love it. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just gonna keep throwing questions at you. What about like All a that. yeah? What about like a spiritual 
prescription. So I feel like it's going to be similar, but like, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, I'm, li- I'm doing my job and I got this thing, but I want to, I want to be fulfilled. I want to know my life's purpose. I want to be in this oneness state. What is your prescription? Well, you can hook there. There are a lot of spiritual beings out there that are not in physical bodies that are there to help you. I recommend that you read one of two people, J. Krishnamurti. His first name is J, last name Krishnamurti. He is helpful at, he is past now, but he was supposed to be a guru for millions of Indians. And he said, well, I'm a guru, but I'll teach you how to see truth. And so if you understand how he teaches, you'll wake up like that because he teaches you how to stop thinking. And then if you want to learn how to travel the God rules, hook up with the Eckmasters. The Eckmasters are unbelievable set of masters. Uh, one's named Fubi Quantz, uh, Paul Twitchell's books, anything by Paul Twitchell. I mean, these guys are unreal. They brought out worlds that no one has ever journeyed into uh, or uh, had become aware of and been able to teach it back because of the highness of it. So they've introduced levels that you can't find anywhere. And it's amazing. And they can get you to them. So I, I always think it's good to have a spiritual guide with that. Everyone has one. They just don't realize it. So the, the less you think, and the more you pull back in a state of observation, you will feel or see your spiritual guide. You will start to have these spiritual beings work, and you will see more consciously of what's going on because a lot of you are being worked on, but you're not aware of it. Because, see, a lot of us come to you in our other bodies and help you. And all you have to do is image us, and we'll be there. What's the word you're saying? Ek something? Ek, E-C-K, Ek Masters. Ek masters. These are uh, spiritual beings beyond belief. There was a teaching called Ekinkar. It has changed now, but they had uh, Paul Twitchell brought it out. And this guy was writing seven books at one time. And I mean, these spiritual beings were coming to him, these Ek beings. And it's just introducing the worlds above creation. You don't see, there's only one teaching on this planet. That, that recognizes the world of Satnam. The world of Satnam is a world of pure consciousness, the first world of pure consciousness. For some, they call it the soul plane. But it is a world, the first world of pure consciousness. And there's only one, uh, one teaching on this planet that even talks about that, and that's Shabda Yoga, the Yoga of Light and Sound, the Radhaswami group. They're the only ones. And the Ekmasters take you way beyond that. It's amazing. And I never had, saw the Radha Swami being able to even keep you and maintain that level of consciousness. So, but it, these are levels that there are a lot of levels introduced on this planet. And each teaching introduces you to a level within creation. But you must learn that there are levels of awareness that are outside of creation. Most spiritual teachings are teaching you the higher levels of creation, like metaphysics and things. These beings teach you outside of that into pure awareness. And it's just, it's hard to describe to you that. It's, it's just hard. You have to understand the difference between, is that you? That's me. <laughs> Creation and, and consciousness, you know. Those two things between activity and observation. Okay. That's, that sounds incredible. Well, um, that's what you do in your meditations or whatever. Here's a good example. Just make a meditation walking into the woods or walking out on the beach and just observe it. Just don't think. If you start to think, stop it. And just observe. Observe the water. Observe the sky. Observe all these things. I'm getting a buzz on my uh, machine, and I don't know what it is. Somebody's, uh, somebody's saying hello, sending you a message. Oh, hello. So, okay. So this is, um, hmm, how would I go? Okay. So I read uh, the autobiography of a yogi. Have you read that one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So, you know, Yogananda has got his uh, master coming back as an orb. I've read a few books where it says, uh, you know, I kind of read the things and and I'm curious about what is possible. There's a Greg Braden talks about a guy in a cave who sticks his hand in the wall and then dematerializes the thing and there's these other realms that we're we're in so for from what you've experienced in this realm like what do you think like we're learning here and what do you think is possible with the within like 
accessing these realms. And once you go there, one of the things that I'll say is once you can have an out-of-body experience, a oneness mind, whatever you want to call it, the idea is to come back and to be the, you know, the bodhisattva in society to make a difference there as interacting, not just to stay in that space, but to know it's available. So I'm just curious your thoughts on all of that. I would, I would. Well, all right. So each of these realms you talk about, there's a lot of them and there's a lot of sub realms. And I'll give you an example. There's a whole Venusian society on this planet. I don't know if you're aware of it. And uh, I used to know Amniganic which was a Venusian, and she described, she was a walk-in. She walked in, this 12-year-old uh, uh, young lady that was dying, she walked into her body, and her mother concurred with that. She, uh, she said, the reason you don't see these sub-dimensions are as frequency shifts. And I agree with her. There's all levels of frequencies. It's kind of like, uh, an observation is a good example. When you're in thought, it's hard to see outside of thought. When you're in a state of observation, you can start to see these various realms and the frequencies of them if you're aware enough. These realms are all around us. You can put them up. I've got a God Wills chart that I've produced to show you these realms and what they're called, their names, and the sounds you use on them. So it's a, a chart available through our thing, but it's a God Wills chart. It's all these realms there, all put together for you. So you can see what's there, what's the next realm up, what's the next realm up. So, all right, so let's look at it in reverse. Let's say that you are an individualized state of consciousness. And so out of, out of pure consciousness, you've individual, it's individualized itself because it needs to experience itself. And pure consciousness can't experience itself because it's the one. So to experience itself, it must individualize itself and, and create opposites so it can create form and activity. When everything's consciousness, there is no form and there's no activity. To have form and activity, you have to have magnetism. You have to have chemistry. You have to, you have, to have two opposite forces, opposite magnetism and, and movement between these two forces energetically, right, to create form. That's what creates the uh, subatomic particles of electrons circling around your protons, creating the atom, and then the atoms piling up like a Lego set creating elements and then elements piling up, creating compounds and structures and then on up to the physical, you know, it just keeps compounding, compounding, compounding. But in the, in the, in the original analysis, it's just consciousness. So if you look at consciousness coming into creation, you have to first individualize. So that's what it does. It individualizes itself into untold forms. So it individualizes itself as consciousness. That's still up into the high worlds. When you enter creation, you're entering the first world called the etheric world. And Carl Jung's wife dubbed it the id, the individual, not the ego, but not, you know, ego, we think like this. No, the id, the individualized self, that which is separate. So when you have that experience in consciousness, it's called cosmic consciousness, Christ consciousness, or whatever they want, the Buddha plane, the fifth plane. It is a most nirvanic experience that you can remember from this plane up. It is where you feel one with everything. That's when you start to realize everything's coming from the same source, different forms. And it is one of the most grandiose experiences you have because the next one up from that is entering up into the etheric and then up into pure consciousness. So going back the other way, you have to pick up a mind. You have to be able to sheath yourself from these worlds because these worlds are dualistic in nature. You have two forces that you have to deal with. Consciousness doesn't deal with forces like that. So that's why that you are taking form on that deals with duality. You couldn't be here consciously without a physical form in the physical world. There's no way. Because as you begin to enhance your awareness, or surrender to your greater side, your energy goes way up and you can burn yourself real bad with spiritual power. You, I mean, I, my body used to vibrate and burn. It was that bad. So it, it, it can get pretty intense at levels, you know. But if, as you're a conscious being, you're coming down into these lower worlds. You have to have sheaths or bodies. And each body has a whole realm associated with it. Like your physical body, you're on a little planet but how many planets? On my web, on my uh, YouTube site, I have a picture. When you open it up, 
on one of them, you open it up and it looks, it's a, it's a sky full of stars. The problem is they're not stars. They're galaxies. It's a sky full of galaxies. The Hubble telescope took a picture of a sky full of galaxies. Billions and billions of planets. And these galaxies are far greater than our little bitty Milky Way. And at the same time, while it's viewing this huge sky of hundreds of thousands of galaxies, there's three galaxies in movement. There's three levels of galaxies chasing, spinning in front of Hubble telescope. It's the most freakiest thing you've ever seen. So I have a school. So this last class, I had a NASA engineer, a female. She said, I deal with the Hubble. She said, I saw that picture. She said, you can't believe what it does to you. That's looking just at the physical world. Then you have your emotional body. Your emotions are not physical. So you have an astral body. That's the next body you get when you leave your physical body. You're now in your emotion. You're always embodied until you get out of the out of creation. You have to be. These are your protections because you, to freak some people out, you're not really here at all. Only your attention is here. You can't be here in any form unless you match the, the nature of the realm you're in because it, you couldn't sustain it. That's how wild it is. And you have five forms. You have five forms. So when you're experiencing physically, you're experiencing through five different bodies simultaneously. You're experiencing physically. You're experiencing emotionally. You're experiencing mentally. You're experiencing through the individual and through consciousness. Everything that you experience is being, uh, is being related and, and, and stored. And you can go back into the astral world where they have these storage bins, and then you can go to the causal world where the Akashic records are, and you can see all your journeys. Pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, man, that's totally wild. Pretty I love, wild. I love that. Well, well, when you talk about you know space and the galaxies and things like that, I think about um, that when they zoom all the way into the body, right, to the smallest thing we know, and then all the way out. And it looks the exact same. And so there are these other worlds, these other planets, these other things, these other concepts, these other bodies. And we begin to think like that. It expands our awareness. It expands our abilities. So, um, And that's just physical. And physical is the littlest part of creation. So when you realize that there is no beginning and no end, NASA said, you know, we, we can't say there's a Big Bang anymore. Because now that we found, and Mutt Lang is a good friend of mine. He was, uh, he's a chump kind of very important producer guy, Twain's ex. He said there's millions. They've discovered millions. Galaxies. Friggin' galaxies, man. I mean, it's like staggering. And that's just in the physical world. The astral worlds are so much grander. The mental worlds are beyond belief. Statues that are as high as the sky. You can't believe creation in its and it's, it, that's why you can only pull back in awareness as you get. If you want the highest level of awareness, you've got to quit identifying with activity and, and thought and creation and be the observer of creation. It's amazing. And all that that implies. Wow, man, that's. <laughs> that's that's mind blowing. I don't even know what to ask you right now. What I what like I want to go to those spaces. I've I've dipped in. I feel like I've di I've had some dip my toe in the experience and in and then out and in and I and maybe oh, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> I think the process is um where I'm at is like learning for the intention, which is like me and what I want to create in this physical world, with the uh the other side of allowing what is and not attaching or judging it. And so what would you recommend to people who want to experience these things on like exploring the inner worlds, the spiritual worlds, the astral worlds or, you know, basically what I see is, is a society of hypnotized people because I understand <laughs> hypnosis and how it works. I studied okay. it and, and I can keep going deeper and deeper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Unravel the onion. You're just like, oh, well, how big does this go? And when you touch the spaces you're talking about, it's like, oh, my God, I can't even fathom how big this is. But people can't. 
people in it and they're so attached to it, they'll tell you what's possible, but you're trying to unchain them for you, you know, and, and you're trying to uncover as much as you can. Um, so maybe you can just speak on that. I won't even yeah, Most of this is just physical stuff anyway. Most men, they don't think much outside of the physical realm anyway, you know, and they're looking at the vastness of the physical realm. Are you kidding? This is the, the worst side of it. Get out of the chemical worlds, you know. Well, there's a lot, when one realizes that your attention is you, and whatever you put your attention on becomes real. So here's an example. Let's say you're talking to a bunch of friends over here, and then suddenly you move your attention over here and start talking to a bunch of friends over here. These people are dead to you now because your attention is where your consciousness is, and you're moving it over to another place. So where you place your attention is going to be your experience, right? So when you don't place your attention on anything, what's going to be your experience? <laughs> so think about this. So one, one simple technique is laying in the bed at night and just relax. Just totally, you got to totally relax. You can't identify with anything physically. You want to relax your physical body beyond, you just keep relaxing and relaxing and let go. Let yourself go. If at the same time you're picturing yourself looking down at yourself from your ceiling, not your body, just keep relaxing your body, but move your attention from the top of the ceiling and look down at it. And keep letting go, letting go, and keep moving your attention because your attention is free to move anywhere you want it. We're so used to it needing a body to move with. No, it doesn't need your body to move with it. Or find the place you love in meditation. Find if you like the beach, you like the mountains, find the place you like to go and just surrender. Get yourself real comfortable somewhere and just go there. Smell the air. Feel the air. Feel your feet walking on the beach or whatever. Put your third soon, you'll hear a pop and you're right there. If you're working with spiritual beings, they can come take you to places beyond. Or you can learn how to travel yourself. But you'll always have help, I guarantee you. Oh, yeah, I want to ask that. How do you ask for help or work with spiritual beings in that way if ask, you want to request them? Just if they ask, ask for it. Ask, ask for it. But be, be awake to listen. You know, everybody, uh, the, the creation is uh, like a jungle. Some people think jungles are quiet. Jungles are the loudest places on the planet. Creation is loud and noisy. Consciousness is peaceful and quiet and all. So you pull yourself into these awareness places where you're aware and awake, and then everything else falls into place, you know. There's a difference between traveling and going places out of body and consciousness, is what I'm trying to say. I spent a lot of my first years traveling, and I, my interest is more in the ultimate, the God itself. And that is pure consciousness. So to be that, you can't play travel travelers and so you'll travel but you 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 can't play that game so it's just whatever you want in life you whatever level you want to achieve it's available for you because you're a free entity you can you i'm just helping people to break the chains of thought which limit your experience to thought and thought is very limited in its experience your consciousness is unlimited in its experience and that you can take anywhere because that is who you are so it is fun stuff beyond belief, but it brings with it a lot of letting go of the things that people are holding on to. And it can be emotionally ripping and intellectually ripping because uh, the intellectual by far has the most difficult time entering the heavens. The mind is by far the tree of knowledge. It depends which religious teaching you're referring to in this life, but the answers are in a lot of them. And uh, even in Christianity, they talk about, uh, you know, uh, taking from the tree of knowledge. In other words, when you start using thought, you now entered creation. And now you have cause and effect, karma. And if you create it, you got to pay for it. And no one, you know, you don't learn that. It's because that's the driving force that drives you in and brings your experiences and matures your ability to control because one day you will be taken to worlds where you control creation. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's, read some of the uh, uh, Paul Twitchell books, Key to Secret Worlds or The Tiger's Fang, and it's a description 
of all these God worlds. And I'm going to tell you, if it ain't enough to light your bippy, I don't know what is. <laughs> Did you say his name is Paul Twitchell? Paul Twitchell. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think yeah, amazing. This is extraordinary. Well, I know that unfortunately you have to go. I told you I'd sit here and I would listen to you all day. So hopefully we can do it again. I know you're a busy man. Anytime. Be fun, man. Oh, yeah. You're welcome here anytime. You just hit me up and let me know. I'll push record. But before we go, I just want to ask um, if if there's anything you wish that I had asked you or you want to talk about or closing thoughts and where people can find more about you and feel free to elaborate elaborate for as long as you'd wish. Well, you know what? I've spent a lot of years on the YouTube as an educational channel. No pop-ups. No crap like that, and it's purely educating you on how do you, how do you win you win the game. And we go over cases and cases and cases because people write into me about their case, and I read your case over the air and I tell you what you do with it. And so you'll have every level of case you can think about. So what I'm doing is training you how to cure others from anything. And now we have all these YouTubers curing everybody out there of everything. I'm reading had leukemia gone, had this gone, gone, gone. And it's from our YouTubers. They're becoming practitioners. They're helping themselves and they're helping others to get the tumors out, to get all the inflammation out, to get all these acids out, to rebuild that which is destroyed. And it is a cool thing, my friend. Fun stuff. So have fun. You know, you have fun in life, but break the chains of the physical world, especially if you're more of a spiritual individual. Let go. Let go of thought. Let go of desire. Let go of metaphysics. Let go of spirituality. Just be in the ever-present moment, and it's all you'll ever need. That's incredible, man. Well, I'm, I'm so love grateful you, for you and your work. I love you too, dude. Um, Take care. Where, where can people find you? Oh, oh uh, YouTube <laughs> is Robert Morse, N-D. Okay, Robert cool. Morse, M-O-R-S-E-N-D. And then I guess ours is uh, Dr. Morse's Herbal Health Club. That's the name of our, uh, our clinic. It's a club. And uh, I made a club out of it so we can talk to you about your, uh, your, because we have a lot of people like to shut us up. Yeah. You know, the negative forces do not like truth because it frees you and it would rather enslave you. It's just how creation keeps itself going. But uh, it's time for a lot of beings to be freed. (laughs) I love it, man. Well, I love it. Appreciate you and your work. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day. You too, man. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye, man. Bye. All right, guys, there it is, the incredible Dr. Robert Morse. We really dove down the rabbit hole in part two, so I hope that you stuck around for that. Um, I want to thank you, everybody who listens to this podcast, who supports. Um, if The best thing you can do to support the podcast is do one act of kindness today. For at least every episode, do one act of kindness. If not, try to do three acts of kindness a day. Go out of your way to do it. That's the ripple effect of who you are. That's how you become a living saint on this planet. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. It just uh, it requires action. So if you want to support the podcast, please do an act of kindness today. If you want to go further, you can support me on Patreon. Just go to mattbelair.com forward slash, uh, no, patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair. And thank you to everybody who has tossed a buck in the bucket. I really do appreciate you. Autumn Langus and Francis Hunter, thank you so much. And Francis, my biggest supporter, I love and appreciate you. And, and I love and appreciate everyone who has listened to this podcast, who has shared an episode, who has talked about this to a friend, who um, is doing their best to uh, be a good person in society. All of my love and respect and appreciation for you. So um, if you want to support the show, those are all episodes epic ways to do that and I really appreciate it um I've been working very closely this summer with David Lombert Senapass. Um, we are looking for support. We just had a huge event. Well, not a huge event, but huge in the sense that for the first time ever, a Megama elder and a Zuni elder came together to share their wisdom. Uh, it's on my Facebook. Check it out. And these guys need some support. They can they um, they re- they rely on some community support, but David can also do advanced science. He has the world record for putting balloons into space with a chip on them. The stuff that he's told me in private that he can build is extraordinary but it has to be 
put into, and he has to listen to the way his elders told him, and it has to be put into peaceful community for all people. And uh, some of this goes into, he says it's not free energy, but it's advanced energy devices, things like that. And we really do need support. Um, an administrative assistant would be amazing because we're doing a lot of stuff. A web person might be helping us with our website, but we always need a, a web person um, in any way that you could support. And we're looking for angel investors. So if you know a few people and you got a couple bucks in your bank and you want to do something good for humanity, um, having this podcast, looking for the world for people who are the movers and shakers and doing something positive. I have never come across somebody like David Lone Bear in my search. And if you guys know of anybody else doing epic stuff, please let me know too, because I support them. I spent three months working on uh, the International Tribunal for Natural Justice, itnj.org. Check that out. We did an official inquiry in London, and now the views are getting a million views for basically looking at child trafficking, the sex trade, and ritual satanic sacrifice. So anybody doing anything good has a platform here, has a home here, and I will do my best to support it in every way that I can. Um, So I did have a crowdfunding marketing background and spent some time helping them with that. So anyway, getting lost in a tangent. Um, So would appreciate support in any way if you can do it. If not, enjoy the podcast and that's all good too. Um, If you're looking for coaching, just go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching. Happy to help you out. Also doing 90 minute sessions um, and heart hypnosis sessions that really basically hypnotize you to find your life's purpose Um, in a way. It helps you. It's very powerful for finding direction. It's the most powerful process that I've seen. That's why I use that one. Um, and anything else, if you're looking for contact, speaking engagements, uh, media, all that kind of stuff, just go to matt at zenathlete.com and uh, happy to get back to you and discuss all those things because looks like things are starting to roll over here with myself and David and I'm just trying to wrap it all up before I go to Burning Man in a few weeks. So we'll see how things go. But uh, tons of love and appreciation for you. I hope that you're having an amazing day. And before we get out of here, we'll just uh, invite you to come to a state of peace and coherence, um, connecting to your divine nature. So just set the intention now to relax yourself as completely as you can and just connect to your multidimensional divine nature your infinite self and to god's source whatever that is to you that just connection between all things so taking a deep breath in through your nose setting the intention just to connect to your divine nature to all life holding that breath and just letting it out slowly with all the limitations all the self-doubts and all the self-criticisms taking another deep breath in through your nose Holding that breath and just connecting to that life force, that breath. Connecting to all life, all things, to your divine, multidimensional nature. And just letting out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Taking one more deep breath in through your nose. Holding that breath and just letting it out slowly. Feeling fully connected, fully supported by the universe. And I'm sending you all of my love my energy my support my enthusiasm my encouragement um, that you may be whole harmonious peaceful empowered connected and worthy just as you are you have every right to be here as we all do so sending all of my love and support i hope that you have an amazing day and i will see you in the next episode